Good evening, everyone. It's uh, Sunday evening. It's uh, January 20, 2019. And sorry we missed last month, but we were out of the country. And we'll share a little bit of that with you in a few minutes. But it's great to be back with you on Notes from John. With a babble from Bon. And hope you everyone's doing well. We had a really a great Sunday today. Um, we didn't have a church until noon. Um, and then after our sacrament meeting, we left uh, directly from there to go and see Dallin um, become ordained a priest in the Aaronic priesthood in his ward. His father, Josh, ordained him and did a very nice job in the blessing that he gave him. And we were really proud and pleased to be there with Dallin. Way to go, Dallin, and yeah, being we able to become a, a ordained a priest and having been worthy to do so. It's so great to see that. And, and then last week, or the two weeks ago, we went and saw Noah be ordained a deacon. Yeah. And these younger boys are now passing the sacrament. We, for the first time in 20 years, we had all deacons passing the sacrament in our ward because of the 11-year-olds that got to come in earlier. So it's been great. Yeah. All good things. We're really <laughs> proud of our young men and our young women that are our grandchildren. These young men that have, uh, have received the Aaronic Priesthood, uh, Dallin and Bo and Noah, and are just great examples to their families, and and uh, Jake and his family as well, and, and Callie and her young women in her ward and, and in her family. We're really blessed with outstanding great young, uh, young people in our family. We are, and we just want to have a shout-out for them tonight, many of them. We had Josie, who took, went into state for her reflections contest. She made up a, a wonderful dance, and Xander made a video of service, and he went to region, and I'm always so grateful when these children try new things, and, and even though they might not always win all the time, they're, will, they're willing to participate and learn and grow from those experiences. Yeah. Way to go, Josie and Xander. Good going. Um, we had uh, a, uh, an evening with all of our grandchildren on Friday night. Had them over for, uh, for well, they came over about 4.30 that eve afternoon and uh, had dinner together and then had some games and and um, played a few games uh, all together. We'll, we'll mention that a little bit later. But uh, I was always grateful, and they, they come up and say, oh, thank you for this wonderful food. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, I thought that was cute. And so there, were, what, there was 20 of them here uh, Friday night, and a couple of things that stood out in our minds. Um, one for me, I, I was proud of, of Bo, who, again, he's uh, nearly, he'll be 16 in uh, another four or five months. And after dinner, he was kind enough to come and say, can I help do the dishes? Well, I didn't expect that. And I was pleased and thankful that he would be considerate enough to come and ask uh, if he could help uh, take care of the dishes. And I thought that was great. It was great. And then... Later on that night, one of a writer got a little tummy ache. He is eight. He got a tummy ache in the night and came upstairs a little bit upset and worrisome. Yeah, about three in the morning. Three in the morning, and so I let him crawl in bed with us and got
got him a little bowl and hopefully he wasn't going to throw up in yeah. the bed. We were a little yeah, concerned a, about that. Was, that was a concern. But he said to me, turned over and he said, oh, thank you, Bon Bon, for taking care of me. Yeah. I thought that was so sweet. It was very <laughs> kind of him to acknowledge his grandmother's uh, love and help for him. I, I just thought that was that was really great of him. And I had a, a sweet experience uh, uh, as well with Leah when uh, I had the opportunity to tell us, the kids a story. Um, the younger, some of the younger ones, when they were ready to go to bed, and they were all downstairs in their sleeping bags, and four of our granddaughters and three of our grandsons were, the three grandsons were all um, younger, but the four uh, granddaughters were five, excuse me, granddaughters were together, and so I, I made up a little bedtime story that wasn't all that great, but um, oh, got, your stories are always great. You know, they love them. That's why they asked for you, not me. <laughs> oh, I don't. It, it wasn't great by any means, but anyway, I, I made up this little bedtime story for them, and and then after we finished the story, I just said, "You kids, I just want you to know how much I love you and how grateful we are to have you, and and thankful that you're here in our home with us tonight." And little Leah, bless her heart, got up out of her sleeping bag, came over and put her arms around my neck and gave me a kiss on the cheek. And I thought that was so sweet of her, and I was grateful for that. It touched my heart. Yeah, they're always so loving and kind and huggy, and it's great. They're just great grandkids, and we're just so grateful for them and hope they always stay as loving and wonderful as they are, and I'm sure they will. I'm sure they will, too. I think you were also particularly impressed. Dallin came late. Um, oh, yeah. um, he he went to his high school basketball game, and uh, which uh, you understand why he would do that. Um, but by the time he got there, Bo, who had come, had left, and so they they just kind of missed each other. Cross paths. Yeah. Bo wasn't feeling very good. He had a bad cold and wanted to go home yeah. and go to bed. Yeah, he wasn't feeling well, but he's feeling better. I understand now. Uh, but Dallin, bless his heart, when he came and got here, he's the oldest of them all, and and went around and hugged all of his uh, his cousons. He did. And said, said hello to them. I, I just thought that was really a, a class act on Dallin's part. Close cousins, and they just love being together, which we're grateful for. Yeah, I'll say. Well, a couple of things that we, we did uh, with uh, the grandkids after we had dinner, um, you kind of put them to task with crafts if I remember correctly. I did. They love to paint, make things, color, and that's just kind of a organized chaos, but it kind of keeps them busy and not running around screaming and <laughs> destroying and and just creating a disaster all over. So it's kind of fun to have them sit down and do little projects and that's what we do. We do crafts and painting and it's just fun to sit and talk while we do that. Yeah, well... I didn't do much craft work. <laughs> well, you should, you could have. <laughs> yeah, I'm so good at it. Uh, and then after after that, uh, while the younger ones were doing some crafts, the uh, boys that would have been or was Bo and Jake, um, Noah, Noah, Xander, uh, Xander and Ryder and Nate and me. We all uh, played a game of uh, Hero's Quest, 
And for those that may not know what Hero's Quest is, it's a board game um, that can be fun and challenging and sometimes can take a long time. It took us about two hours to get through the game. But they play it, and they, it'll be a memory forever, playing yeah, Hero's it, Quest with Grandpa. It really will be, and, and uh, I, I, I just enjoy being with them, And even though it gets a little frustrating when the game goes so long. I had been asked uh, by three of the grandkids uh, before we finished playing the game if we were all going to be able to play Space Ghost. And for those that may not know what Space Ghost is, that's uh, simply kind of a hide-and-seek game. In the dark. In the dark, where we go downstairs, down our basement, and uh, uh, there's a little bit of a, a very faint light. Uh, so I go in a, in, this, in a side bedroom, count to 20, and then so it gives them time to hide anywhere else in the basement that they can find. And that means in our storage room, or in Bonnie's craft room, or in a bedroom, or... And this is when it becomes a disaster as far as trying to hide. They pull everything yeah, out yeah, of every place. That's true. Move move pieces of furniture and stuff, and even gouge the wall on one, one situation for us here. They pull stuff out of the dollhouse and climb in there. They pull out stuff from the play cupboard and climb in there. They even pull out all the stuff from the boxes and the bins and climb in there and cover themselves up and they do everything they can to find the best hiding place ever. And and some of these, uh, and you know, I'm looking around for, gosh, let's see how many, there was 15 of us that were playing. So there was 15 of the grandkids that were, five of them were asleep already, but the rest of them were playing downstairs. And uh, I go, I get a flashlight and then I, I get uh, some scary music playing on an iPad that I will just carry around with me uh, while I'm looking for these kids and, you know, just trying to give some scary voices and, and uh, as I come around and look for them. And as soon as I find them, I, I'll shine the flashlight on them and that they're caught. And, and whoever the last one is, they're the winner of that particular one. And Leah... Gosh, she 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 got herself between the, the wall and the little dollhouse that we have, and I there's no way I would have found her if someone hadn't kind of pointed me out that that could have been where she was. Ryder and Adana were hard to find. Yeah, they yeah they they really in were. These little buckets. They did a great job hiding, and uh, and then the second game we played. Uh, I couldn't, I could found everybody, but I could not find Jake. No matter where I looked, I, I couldn't find him. And finally, I had to have a... You had to play Bula Bula, or you're getting, you're hotter, 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 or colder, colder. Hotter as you're getting closer to them. And anyway, so I got a little help that way and in, into a, a little storage room under the stairs. And still, I couldn't find him. We have all of our suit, em, empty suitcases under there. And finally, I, somebody said something, but uh, he was hiding inside one of the suitcases, and he'd climbed in there. Well, Dallin had helped him. Climbed in up. there, and then Dallin zipped it back up, and I'd have never found him. We were just glad none of them suffocated wherever they are. They all come out because they can barely move because they've been so cramped up, and they're sweating because they're so hot with blankets or whatever. And their feet, have, their toes, they can't feel their toes anymore because they're all curled up. And 
uh, one of the fun things uh, that we remember from uh, years and years ago when we played that with our younger children. She's going to tell them about that. Go ahead. Uh, you tell I took the, the uh, four, three littlest ones, India, Hadley, and Roe, and they were a little nervous because it's, it's really dark. And so I took them in a closet when I went with them, and I said, don't move and be very quiet so Grandpa can't find us. And they didn't move at all. <laughs> Tiny little kids. And I couldn't even hear them breathing. <laughs> and when John came in and was put this scary mu- mu- music, they were just still as could be. And you you missed us the first time. I did. I he did. went out of the room and they all started giggling because they, he had missed them. They thought it was so great. Yeah, they were quiet. <laughs> but the, that was a cute one. But the one I was thinking of, Bonnie, was oh. or, was with Melissa. When oh, we were and we that, were when, far, we were playing it with our children. Yeah, long ago. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yes. And and uh, our kids would uh, go and hide in various places in our old house, but Melissa, <laughs> she she took the cake of all of them. I was in the shower hiding downstairs, and I heard this screaming and noise. And <laughs> thought, what is that? And it was. Melissa, who had hidden in the dryer, going around and around, it had turned on, and it was going around and around and around. <laughs> With her inside of it. How did, she, how did it ever turn on? I don't know. Well, that. you know, when it stops, and then it, so the clothes are in there, the shirts, and they'll, it'll turn back on to keep them fluffy so it doesn't, they don't get wrinkled. So I guess it was on that uh, schedule or cycle. Cycle. And down, or Joshua said he opened up the dryer, and Melissa was going around and around, <laughs> and he tried to pull her out, and it was quite funny. Yeah, but it was a. I think she actually kind of came. She was young enough that when she came out, she was a little tearful at that point. Yeah, it's it kind of scared her. Yeah. And it's been a great memory ever since. We laugh about it all the time when we start that's, talking about that. That's true. But another thing about nice children are that every time they come over for dinner they all get up and put or do the dishes and the men put the table and chairs away even some of the grandkids help with that they they come over and they wash their own dish and put it in the dishwasher lately and it's just so great it It just makes it so much nicer to when our girls uh, just pitch in and just take care of the dishes and I'm just so grateful for their help on that. It is so nice. It is. And nice matters. Nice does matter. And that's a good heading, sweetheart. I probably should have used that. Uh, Actually, I I titled this podcast as Kindness Works. And I could have simply said nice matters because it's the same principle. But we we just had that underscored for us... uh, this past week. Um, a week ago last Wednesday on January the 9th, since we've had a, a few weeks off from our assignment in the Salt Lake Temple, we took a trip with Stuart and Christy Matheson, our dear friends, to Costa Rica. And we booked uh, a, a room there in, in uh, Planet Hollywood Resort in, uh, in Costa Rica. Uh, for for seven nights. Yeah, we threw this together pretty fast. Thank goodness for Stuart and Christy to do that. We didn't think we were going to get yeah. away a little bit to try to rest and yeah. 
recuperate. Yeah, they put it together for us, which we were very, very grateful for. Um, but and, and we had a great time. And why we were there, uh, the, one of the things that just stood out so dramatically for all of us was how kind the uh, Puerto, or excuse me, the Costa Rican people were. The people that worked in the uh, the hotel or in the the resort, the people that worked, uh, you know, doing uh, room service or the uh, people that worked at the pool, bringing drinks to you or in, in the restaurants, restaurants. yeah. And the uh, the manager of the guest services and assistant manager, they were all really kind, and they were uh, ultra concerned about making sure that every guest um, had you know the, had a good time and were happy. and And I thought they were, they, I thought they were great. Well, we'll start with the top, nice. Yeah, yeah. it was great. I, I I had a little accident. Uh, um, on one of the one of the days we'd only been there for a couple of days, and I, I ended up uh, effectively um, cutting my big toe on my right foot on a little ledge, and it sliced it uh, pretty good. And, so. and and he sat and he sat down, and we were going over to make dinner reservations at one of the restaurants that night. And as we started walking out, every step. He took blood, blood every time he stepped, and we went sit down. We think there's a problem, and he's John goes, "Oh, I'm okay." Well, I, <laughs> I, I was okay. It wasn't hurting as much by then as it was when I first uh, did it. Yeah, he thought he'd broken his toe. That's how how much it hurt to begin with. But so we sat him down and took his shoe off, which was filled with blood. It was wonderful, and. A big gash in his toe, and he, and, we, and Stuart and I looked at each other and said, "I, th- I think he needs stitches." And he goes, "Oh no, I don't." But well, I didn't think it was that. Well, I couldn't see it that well either. But no, I didn't. I, you've got some dings going on. I know. I got to turn off my phone. There we go. And um, uh, I didn't think it was that bad, and and but I guess it, it was. We we went over, and uh, the manager took us to the. Uh, the resort doctor. Well, he first attended to it and washed it off, and he said, oh, oh I, th- I think you need stitches. And he was very kind and couldn't do enough for you then either, and yeah. he said, we need to take you yeah. over. They got the tram that we've been, that takes us back and forth to our room, Yeah. put us on the tram, and took us right over to Dr. Lopez. Yeah, that's true, and he was kind enough, put uh, four or five stitches in my... Five to six. Five, five stitches in my foot, or he, t- my toe. He goes, oh yes, Mr. Jepson, this needs stitches. <laughs> so. And then said, stay out of the water. And we all went, what? <laughs> oh, I just couldn't believe it. Anyway, uh, through it all, uh, the the people in that resort were just so kind and uh, concerned about us and our well-being and wanted to make sure that uh, our room and accommodations were all appropriate they when we first got there they put us in a in a particular room that was in a building that had uh, four flights three flights but it didn't have any elevators oh i thought we were on the third floor but it was the fourth we were on the third third floor floor. 
Right, but it was uh, no elevators, and that gets kind of old for me going up that many steps uh, <laughs> each day on uh, several times. And so they were kind enough to move us to a, a building that had an elevator, and that made a big difference. And and, a, and several other things that they did to accommodate us. And then after we got hurt, we came up that night and they'd put a big bottle of champagne in our room. <laughs> and we went, yeah. oh, what? it's too bad it wasn't pop. <laughs> I called him and said, look, you know, that's very nice of you to leave this champagne in our room. But, but we are not going to drink it. No. <laughs> uh, maybe you'd like to come up and get it and give it to somebody that would, would want it. But uh, but again, it was just a, a nice gesture. and. And then they had, uh, next to the big pool area, they had these little cabanas, uh, which were essentially private um, little areas. Almost had a, like a little jacuzzi in front of them, practically. And, and you, were under, you were not in the sun, so you were always under the shade, which was great. Yeah. And they wanted us to make sure that we had one of those cabanas each day for the rest of our trip. And, and you know, gave us priority... Uh, um, seating and on the restaurants yeah. and it was very nice of them and one time one of the restaurants had closed down and we were looking for ice cream the one restaurant that we thought had ice cream and we went in after and I said oh we were just looking for ice cream well what did they do they said oh you can come in and get ice cream and they waited for us to have ice cream yeah before they closed and the the point of all of this is that because of their kindness it left a strong impression upon us about uh, how we felt about the 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 hotel itself. The location wasn't the greatest, um, but because of the kindness and and interest that the people that worked at the hotel took in us, it left us with just a wonderful feeling and having had a great experience there. And so, as a result, we would make a very positive. Uh, recommendation to others, uh, you know, regarding our our stay there, and other people could can read our our recommendations or that of our our friends that we went with and uh, who gave them a sterling recommendation. And kindness works. Kindness goes a long way, and not only at this resort, but in your families with people that you associate with, that you work with. We found that in the temple when we're nice to the patrons, it just goes a long way. And when we're nice to our spouses, we don't need to raise our voices or be unkind to our children. Even though you get frustrated and upset, we can say kind things in, or actually we can discipline them in a kind way and do our best to be nice sometimes as you know that's a, a challenge when you know your kids uh, or even your spouse does something that makes you angry or they knew was wrong and what they did it in, i'm not referring to you of course <laughs> i've <laughs> never uh, made you upset but, but things that people may do that, that make you upset and and rather than responding in kindness uh, so sometimes we do it a little with with anger and and sometimes uh, parents with their children, um, they, uh, they punish out of anger rather than punishing out of love. And that manner of punishment then is, is very different when it's done out of love versus anger. And, and 
love the the scripture and the doctrine and covenants that tells us to reprove betimes with sharpness and then afterwards show forth an increase amount of love. But doesn't sharpness mean with quickness? Sharpness too? means with focus. And being quick and not dragging it on. It's yeah, just you, you do it. Do it. it. It's, it's not intended to, uh, to be... Ongoing. Ongoing. It, it's, like when I do the horse. <laughs> well, Bonnie doesn't hardly have any faults at all in her life. But <laughs> hardly one of the, any. But one of the challenges that she does have... And I'd get frustrated... She'll have a tendency to uh, to uh, go over and over and over and over the issue again and again and again. That's why I had to learn how to, uh, what does it be, uh, with, with sharpness? What's the B? The with focus. Yeah, but what's the first part of that scripture? Be Reprove. Reprove. I couldn't uh-huh. remember the word. Yeah. Reprove with, oh man, I didn't do very well on that for a while. I would beat the horse, drag the horse kick the horse, run it around the yard you for a while. Bury it, and then you dig it, it up again. And then again. I dig it up and kick it again and <laughs> <laughs> drag it around. And uh, But sometimes it, it's hard for young for mothers when the kids just... But. And I know, it's and it's easy for me to have come home from work and I haven't been dealing with the kids and their issues all day long, and I can see that there's an issue that she's beating to a death <laughs> it's easy for me to say, I think we need to let that be done, sweetheart. Well, and I've learned I've gone a long way. And she looks at me with these beady eyes, <laughs> basically <laughs> saying, you don't know what I've been through. <laughs> and the truth is, she was right. Well, I don't and then know. I always had to repent. You look at the, your children when they're asleep and you think, oh, how could I have not been so nice? I wanted to try to be nicer and... And every day when I woke up, I was had the goal to be nicer and to try to do better. Well, and you are, and that's one of your your remarkable qualities, sweetheart, <laughs> of so many, that you are nice. You, you are kind, and people recognize and acknowledge that kindness in you. And I think that's well, that's one of the reasons you're as loved as much as you are, because you're so kind. Oh, aren't you so nice? I'm kind. <laughs> and nice. <laughs> <laughs> nice matters. Kindness works. And we didn't just uh, encourage all of us to be able to be a little kinder as we go forward in this new year, to be a little nicer, not only to, to those we love, but to those around us that, uh, uh, that we come in contact with. And when somebody reacts, you know, with sharpness or with anger or, or in a manner that, uh, um, you know, be, would, would, could be harmful. If we can just show kindness, that it, it might help to really uh, change their attitude. I remember while I was uh, serving as a, as a bishop in our ward years ago, I had an interview with somebody who was really unhappy with me because of a decision that I had made. And I remember a statement that my grandmother taught me that I've never forgotten. And it's, it's in the book of Proverbs, uh, chapter 1. It simply says that a, uh, a soft answer turneth away wrath. And that is true. 
if you give someone who is angry with you a soft answer, it just has this tendency to sort of diffuse their anger. In that situation where this person came into the bishop's office that was unhappy with me, and I, after he made an, an angry introduction, I told him that I was, I, I remembered that, that scripture that my grandmother taught me, and I, in my mind, just said a quick prayer, Heavenly Father, please help me to sh turn away this wrath and give a soft answer. And so I did. And I'll never forget that individual after, uh, after I had finished making that statement. It just kind of took the wind right out of his sails. And he said, Bishop Jepson, you really know how to take the wind out of somebody's sails, don't you? I said, I don't, but I know the Spirit of the Lord does. Well, that's so true. And if, if you ever get so angry with someone, all it does is make them fearful. They lose respect. They're, they become afraid. And sometimes the animosity will build up into them as well. So it's really, what is the saying? It's nice to be important, but it's more important to be nice. Yeah, that, that's so true and well said. Well, um, we just wanted to express our love to everyone and, um, and let you know that, that we're striving to be kinder. We're striving to be nicer. Um, and we're learning that also in the temple. It has a, it's having an effect on us as we, as we try to teach all of our uh, workers in the temple to be kind, to be considerate and respectful of every single person that comes into the temple to worship. There's a little primary song that goes, I want to be kind to everyone, for that is right, you see. Ta -da. So I say to myself, remember this, kindness begins with me. Ta -da. There you go. <laughs> Thank you. Well, so that's our message for you tonight. Uh, kindness works. And it sure does. So that's all from uh, notes from John with a babble from Bonk. And you have <laughs> good night. <laughs> you have a great week. <laughs> bye bye. bye.